This portion of the John DePietro Show is brought to you by J.K.L. Engineering. Whether it's heating or cooling, you can depend on J.K.L. Engineering. Licensed in Rhode Island and Massachusetts. Call them today at 401-351-7600. Listen, we still have a number of months ahead. You're going to need the heat. We don't know what's going to happen. March can still be chilly. April can still be obviously chilly. The heating season. Let J.K.L. Engineering design and install a natural gas high-efficiency carrier infinity system. They're energy efficient. They're quiet, more affordable than you think. If you're saying no gas, guess what? No problem. Let J.K.L. Engineering design and install a high-efficiency heat pump system, including ductless splits. Heats in the winter, cools in the summer. These units are so efficient, it can reduce your oil bill by as much as 90%. Highest rebates in the market, and they also do new installation and replacement of high-efficiency gas boilers. JKL, carrier factory, authorized dealer, licensed in Rhode Island and Massachusetts. You know, for over 53 years, JKL's reputation, second to none. Technical expertise, customer satisfaction. JKL is an approved National Grid VPI installer. Call JKL Engineering today. Remember, estimates are free. Financing is available for both residential and commercial. Call JKL for a system replacement, oil to gas, for a heat pump. They're going to do it right. They're going to do it right the first time. And remember, with JKL Engineering, they'll keep it nice and cool in the summertime and nice and warm in the wintertime. Central Air is a life changer. Central Air is a game changer. And right now, estimates are free. Financing is available. Licensed in Rhode Island and Massachusetts, the original, the best, JKL Engineering. Call them 401-351-7600, 401-351-7600 for JKL Engineering. Listening to the John DePietro Show on AM 1380, 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at the website, depetro.com. Now follow me on Facebook. Uh, a lot of people you're going to love been doing Facebook Live at night. There's just more people. It's just a different vibe. Uh, it's more interactive. I can be more interactive that way and just dedicated to that. So check it out. It's John DePietro Show. Now, some people have said, well, how come you're not doing Facebook so much when you're doing the radio show? Well, many times as people are listening to the radio show, which you are right now, um, and thank you, um, as a result of that, people would say, well, I get distracted because you're mentioning the people on Facebook Live. And then, so I started doing Facebook Live at night, and huge crowds, huge numbers, and people that normally can't listen to the radio show, and they say, how come you don't do it during the radio? Well, you know, this becomes like you can't make anybody happy. When I'm doing the radio show, folks, I like to focus on the radio show, 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. Um, and I know, and I, I, I don't know, at some point we'll find a happy medium, but I like, I think it'd be overkill to do Facebook Live during... This isn't the topic, by the way, but doing Facebook Live during the radio show and then to do it again at night. I think that'd be a little bit. It's It becomes like two different shows. You'd have to, you know, if you're not on Facebook, I don't know what to tell you at this point. Um, it's free. It's an easy way to connect. It's not a dating site. No one need, takes your information. It's nothing like that. You can share as little, little as you want or you could share a lot. You know, I want to... Um, I want to commend, you know, Senator Reid, this is a good week. You want to talk about leadership? Well, Senator Reid has stepped up. And as a result of this $2 trillion economic rescue package, uh, one, um, over one point, basically $1.3 billion is coming into Rhode Island. And Senator Reid, now I, I'm also well aware, he's the senior senator. He also happens to be up for re-election in November. So th this could have been... I guess this could have been a Sheldon Whitehouse, Senator Whitehouse thing as well. But Senator Reid is taking the lead on it. He was part of the 20-member group of senators that were negotiating the legislation. And as a result of Senator Jack Reid, Rhode Island has received close to $1.3 billion much-needed money, uh, new funding for hospitals, host of other programs. And, and that's a positive. And what a difference from that to what's going on locally, where they're just trying to take this $300 million, and there's really no one watching the store. And the spending spree just continues up on Smith Hill at the Rhode Island State House. And it's 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 embarrassing. But I, I really, I, I don't want to keep going up, but I, I cannot believe the nerve where Governor Raimondo was asked by a reporter. Um, Rhode Island does not have the same level of cases as New York and Seattle because, quote, we acted quickly. I mean, does anyone really believe that? 
does she really believe that? It's so clear. And I, I am going to jump on some of the things that we're going to talk about, but it's it's in the testing. They're not testing people. The journal has stories. There's so many people out there. If you have the symptoms and you you don't need to come to the hospital, they're not testing people. They tell you just go home. And if you get really sick, go to the hospital. Otherwise, quarantine yourself and get over it. And that's why Rhode Island has such few numbers. Providence has the most. And then Cranston, I believe, is second at 11. But Providence is in the 40s. But even these numbers are low. I'll tell you, the, the real number, the number of people in Rhode Island that have it, if they really tested people, it's it's north of 500. It is. Could be a th- I don't, it could be 1,000. But people, if you have been following this, they're having a tough time trying to get tested for the whole thing. But for the governor to stand up there, Governor Raimondo, and she's upset that her numbers are not going up in this orchestrated show. And, you know, she's got her people there. They could have all the... By the way, that's a huge stateroom. You could have media in there. There's plenty of room in there where you could still do the social distancing. She doesn't want the, the, the media in there. Restaurant closures will continue past March 30th. Well, here's a question for Governor Raimondo. If the number's only 132, why are you going to keep the restaurants closed? Why is anything closed if it's 132? Do you know why? Because the number's a lot higher. Connecticut, 800 positive, 19 deaths. No one dead in Rhode Island. Massachusetts, 1,838. 1,838, and they've had, <clears throat> excuse me, they've had deaths. So Governor Raimondo, if the Rhode Island number is reality, and the Rhode Island number is that low, why are you... Why are you keeping, why are you going to keep the restaurants closed past March 30th? This is like in A Few Good Men, you know, where Tom Cruise is questioning Jack Nicholson and says, Colonel, I have one final question. If you're, if you gave an order and your orders were always followed, why did Santiago, why did Santiago have to be transferred? Colonel? And he's like, well, sometimes, no, that's not what you said. You said your orders were always followed, I, I asked. Is it possible they ignored it? You asked me, is it clear, crystal clear? That's a good question for Governor Raimondo. It's too bad the media is not allowed inside these briefings. 132 cases. If Rhode Island only has 16 people hospitalized and 132 cases, then why are we getting 1.3 billion? (laughs) And why is she closing the state? Unless, does it make sense to anyone? Think of this. We're in the middle of Massachusetts and Connecticut. And I recognize that there's a number of people, large number of people that work in the Boston area. I get that from Rhode Island. But what about Connecticut? 19 deaths? Now granted, Connecticut, very close to parts of Connecticut, uh, Greenwich, you know, they they are basically a bedroom community for New York. And so you have a lot more. And and obviously the situation with the virus is, is much more serious in in New York, but 19 deaths in Connecticut, 875 positive. Massachusetts, 1,800, basically 1,900 positive and, and close to 700 new ones. And then Governor Raimondo stands up there and when asked, why do you think that is? She said, because I just, I've done a better job. I'm a better governor than they are. I, uh, I, I disagree with that. I think like you do 100%. Something else I want to point out and again, folks, you're listening to the John DePietro Show weekdays. We start at 11. We go till 2. It's AM 1380, 99.9 FM. Now, when this whole thing first started, and it was March 6th, I think on March 6th or March 7th, I had a call from one of our callers. And she immediately said, why don't we use Memorial Hospital? It's closed. It's in Pawtucket. So we talked about it, and I posted it. And then I had a couple doctors Uh, say they heard us talking about it and they they thought it was a great idea and the Raimondo people were shutting it down and now there's a story out state emergency officials tore the shuttered memorial as possible triage site uh, to explore possibly reopening it area medical centers become overwhelmed well the doctor said there's no formal request by state officials stemming from the tour closed two years ago after financial losses actually three years ago uh, there are significant challenges to getting it back up and running. They need the beds. How long is it going to take to get a building? Has closed two and a half years. No water running through the pipes. No air conditioning. How do you get that up and running, especially with staff? You know, I don't know the answer, but it, it, 
it is and was a hospital, and it's sitting there vacant. And we did just get $1.3 billion. So you're not going to build a new hospital. I don't know how long it would take people to get in there and get water running through the pipes and get the air conditioning going and immediately start getting some staff in there. But you have a lot of people that are laid off and a lot of people that maybe have a medical background who I think uh, might be willing to go back. Um, now, I mentioned uh, Cranston has 11. Uh, the town of Boroughville has fewer than five, although they certainly have a high-profile person that had it who's been in the news quite a bit. Central Falls, they, now all these, these numbers, though, fewer than five. What does that really tell you? Cumberland, fewer than five. East Providence has eight. Foster, fewer than five. Uh, Johnston, fewer than five. Um, I, I, I don't, we, the problem is we don't know what the real number is. I don't believe I, that's the I, I don't believe any of these numbers actually you know that's what they're putting forward they're finally starting to put more numbers out because as as you know they have been hiding it now they say one socket fewer than five well how is it possible that you have people right over the line that are testing positive how is that possible uh right over the line they're testing positive and then in one socket fewer than five I don't I just don't believe the numbers they're putting out there. Smithfield, fewer than five. Providence, 42. Um, but, you know, what do you expect when number of Rhode Island patients who are currently hospitalized? Now, they say 15, but that's people that have been tested, that have it. Uh, I, I, we have not been getting accurate information on this whole thing. So I'm not sure what to believe as far as that number, that amount. But we do know, I just don't see how... When right over the line, you have a lot of people testing positive, and they're insisting in Rhode Island that we do not. All right, a lot more ahead. It's the John DePietro Show. Uh, stay tuned. Well, it's John DePietro. This portion of the program is brought to you by Johnson Propane. Now listen, you want to be prepared for what's going ahead? Now is the time to stock up on propane. Stop in. Phil never runs out. That's right. Phil Johnson never runs out, easy to get to, located 904 Manton Avenue in Providence. And it's right in front of Stop and Shop, right over near Rhode Island College. They are open seven days a week. Propane tank and supplies, they fill Blue Rhino, and they will fill up all your propane tanks. Credit cards, debit cards are accepted. You can call Phil Johnson at 401 621 8129 401-621-8129 Johnson Propane 904 Manton Avenue in Providence call Phil 401-621-8129 now is the time to stock up it's drive in no wait propane filling station they'll fill up your tank now is the time you want to make sure you don't know what's going to happen and if, in fact, you get locked down or you have to be out, then you want to make sure you have propane. Johnson Propane, 904 Manton Avenue in Providence. I, I'm stopping by to have Phil fill up. I have two tanks. I'm going to have them both filled up. 401-621-8129. Stop in and see him. He's just terrific. And, again, right 904 Manton Avenue in Providence, right near Rhode Island College, and right in front of Stop and Shop. You're listening to the John DePietro Show, weekdays 11 to 2. It's AM 1380, 99.9 .9 FM. You can always listen online. Go to the website, dipietro.com. Now, speaking of the website, I would like you, and I ask, log on to the website. It's D-E-P-E-T-R-O.com. And let me describe what it looks for you. On the left, you have the Listen Live button. And what does that mean? It means you could listen live. Let's just say you're out of the range where you can't get it on the radio. If you go to the website, between 11 and 2, you can listen to it live. Let's say now, well, wait a minute, Juan. I wasn't near a radio or I was driving. I was out of the area. And, I, oh, God forbid, but I missed the show. Well, you go below that, and they have what's called a dashboard. And you'll see home. You'll see meet John DePietro. Hello, that's me. But then you see it says radio show. And if you click on that under radio show, that is every episode that we do. It's housed right there just like a library. It's all stored, and then you can just listen at your leisure right there at Radio Show. To the right of that, as we go on to Petro.com, you see where it says advertise. Now listen, right now, 
Maybe you've never advertised. I would love for you to advertise on the show. Listing is at an all-time high. If you're open and you have a business, tell me about it. And let me tell everyone about it. And we're going to tell everyone about it. And you can find it right there. Maybe you've never thought about it, but you want to advertise. Click on that. Or then you also see the contact button. You can contact me that way. And then above that, at the very top, you see the logo. You have my links to social media, Facebook link, Twitter link, Instagram. And then you also have YouTube. And then right below that, you'll see support the John DePietro radio show. John DePietro Show Facebook Live and also DePietro.com. Folks, right below that, you can see it. If you support the show, you uh, find me entertaining, you enjoy listening, show your appreciation. There it is. Go to the website. It all begins and ends, as I say, at the website, DePietro.com. You know, he tells it like it is, the independent man. Um, Check it out. It's all at DePietro.com. You're listening to the John DePietro Show weekdays. We start at 11 and we go right until 2. It's AM 1380, 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at DePietro.com. Remember, you can um, email me. It's John at DePietro.com. No eyes. J-O-H-N at D-E-P-E-T-R-O.com. And then follow me on Facebook and Twitter. Well, we have a lot to um, cover. I want to get immediately into the fact that uh, as much as I think there's a little bit of a sense of panic because well, look look at what's happening. Just this week alone, the White House, and I know people are knocking President Trump, he said Easter, and some on the left and the Democrats still do, uh, you know, knocking him and he's not taking it serious and blah, blah, blah. Uh, but listen, this is not an easy crisis. And the White House and Team Trump, they are stepping up. But I want to play for you, and this is funny, this is a montage. Now in one day... Former Vice President Joe Biden, who is the nominee, well, will be the nominee, unless they take it from him. And there is uh, talk of like a draft Cuomo. The New York governor, Andrew Cuomo, certainly is getting a lot of attention. He's getting praised both sides of the aisle, the way he's handling himself, the way he's handling things in New York. There's talk of maybe now a Biden-Cuomo ticket, uh, or would it be Cuomo-Biden ticket? I don't don't think Joe Biden would want to be vice president again, but who knows? But Uh, Former Vice President Biden also initially said that he was definitely going to have a woman as his vice presidential pick, which is why Governor Raimondo has been withholding information and downplaying the numbers and not giving an accurate count. And I'm going to get to that in just a moment. But I want to um, play just for those that are wondering if Biden is up to the task. So he's been out of sight. And then the Biden people felt and the media was saying, where is Biden? Right. He's nowhere. Uh, obviously the whole campaign with him and Sanders is up in the air now. Um, and, and it's, where is it supposed to go? People supposed to vote by mail ballot, what have you. So they finally decide, you know, we need to get him out there and they set up, we're going to put you in your home and set up a series of interviews with you. And the first one you're going to hear is CNN. Then he was actually on the view friendly crowd. Uh, then he was on with Nicole Waller and they're trying to move him around and have him do some interviews. And this is it's not heavy lifting he's clearly not up to the task and when you see president trump up there with dr fauci and vice president pence and the full team that they have and then you have joe biden in his study and he's coughing (laughs) and he's coughing into his hand and you're gonna hear jake tapper from cnn even correct him on it like, excuse me, you're not supposed to be doing that. I mean, how do you hear? You're supposed to cough into your elbow, wash your hands, the whole thing. So let me just play. This is a short montage that has gone out about um, Joe Biden speaks to CNN about corona's, coronavirus pandemic. Uh, tested for the coronavirus? No, I, I have not been tested for the coronavirus. Uh, I've had, thank God, no symptoms that I'm aware of. Doesn't mean that that can't happen. Up for the next round of primaries, <laughs> including... <clears throat> Coughs in his I've hand. I've not talked to any individual. <laughs> Coughs again into you his know, hand. You're supposed to cough into your elbow. I don't know. Oh, my sir, God. I learned that actually covering your White House. That's, that you no, do- actually, actually, that's true. But fortunately, I'm alone in my home. But that's okay. Vice President Biden, thank you so much for your time. Please stay healthy. For keeping businesses shut. We have to take care of the cure. That will make the problem worse no Take matter what. Take care of the cure? And no. what is it like to be a candidate in the time of social distancing? 
Well, I'm uh, I'm, I'm doing fine, thank you. Wow, sound <laughs> fine. Public, but first oh of all, this my crisis. Goodness. I feel like spoke earlier. He's talking. About- <laughs> Holy I tell cow! You what, I'm so darn proud. And those poor people who have. Can we stop the tape for a minute? Lost. Just stop the tape. Tested for the coronavirus. Well, for the coronavirus. If you're like me. I find that when someone is coughing, that I start to clear my throat, and my goodness, he clears his throat a lot. All right, let's go back. Again, this is former Vice President Biden making the media rounds. And what is it like to be a candidate in the time of social distancing? Well, I'm uh, I'm, I'm doing fine, thank you. Yeah, you sound fine. And I think we've been public, but first of all, in this crisis, I'd like to talk earlier. He's talking about it, and I tell you oh. what, I'm so darn proud. And those poor people who have lost, you know, anyway, it's just... Mark was out to no, no, no. Listen, we're, we're have to make a choice about who leads this country. Touch in his face. I, just, I just can't figure the guy. It's like, it's, I don't know, it's like watching a yo-yo. Nope. I shouldn't have said it that way. It's like watching... It feels that way. I want to ask... I wanna... His hand is moving up and down in a gesture that could be okay. best about, described um, the reporting in, the New York in a sexual along, manner. Um, with children. Why doesn't he just act like a president? That's a stupid way to say it. You know, Donald Trump was asked. Oh, my goodness. Sorry. Train wreck. Go ahead. No, no, probably best I don't. Oh, my goodness. So, folks, there it is. Now, this is the person right now that is the front runner with this whole thing. I mean, does anyone, when you hear that, I don't know, but I mean, that does not sound like the front runner. That was a simple thing to do. Very simple thing to do, to go out, and they try to get him out there and talking, and then uh, he can't even handle that. Talk about a series of gaffes. I, I'm trying to find where he didn't, where he didn't, you know, make a mistake as he he was talking. When you have that compared with the element of President Trump and the team that he has, and Dr. Fauci, I'm reading right now. Dr. Fauci said he expects the coronavirus likely another wave, another season of this pandemic likely come. Why he believes the vaccine and treatment options are critical, and they are, and the medical community is working on them. Um, I'm also seeing a headline right now, newly approved COVID-19 test could dramatically ramp up testing at lifespan. Well, I'm going to touch on it at some point. It's just a matter of when. But when you think about it, you know, Governor Raimondo, has she was asked, and I'm still so annoyed by this. She was asked by Patrick Anderson of the Providence Journal of why do you think that compared to some other states that the Rhode Island numbers are are so low? And Governor Raimondo said, um, because we acted quickly. Rhode Island does not have the same level of cases as New York and Seattle because we acted quickly. And even he questions is that really the reason? I mean, that is so ridiculous. Of course, that's that's not it. Number one, they didn't act quickly. Number two, I'll tell you, she will stops at nothing from essentially trying to get some recognition of this whole thing. The governor's approval ratings are still very low. She feels we're all rallying around her. The total right now of the outbreak in Rhode Island, according to Governor Gina Raimondo in the Rhode Island Department of Health, is 132. There's no way that number is accurate. I'm sorry if I sound like a broken record, but you know, uh, Connecticut is is close is 900, and and Massachusetts is is so out of control of how high the number is. And I'll double check that. But for the governor to say it's because she acted quickly, how many stories are we seeing? They're not they're not testing people. That's what it comes down to. It has nothing to do with the governor acted quickly or did this or that. They, the, the, the governor, they, they didn't act quickly. If anything, they made, they made mistakes because the first case that they had, which was that Mark Thebolt from, from St. Rayfield's, that when he showed up at Kent Hospital and he was sent away, it's because the hospital clearly had not fully been briefed is how to handle something like that and then the same thing goes for when he showed up at 
I believe, some kind of a walking clinic in, in Coventry. Um, but, you, you know, they didn't know. And they were just hearing that it was from China. And you also hear that, you know, as I've, I've said before, that that Dr. Scott, her first reaction was, the first reaction of Dr. Scott was that it was, uh, President Trump was essentially a racist because um, because he stopped the flights from China. But it, it just, you know, the, the coronavirus in Massachusetts has jumped so high now. So the confirmed cases in Massachusetts, does this make sense? 1,838. In Massachusetts, just on Wednesday, had 679 new cases. Does it make sense to anyone that's supposedly in Rhode Island that Governor Raimondo says because she acted quickly is because the number is still so low? I, I, it, it's, it's insulting. It just is. It's insulting. It's insulting to everyone. And I get insulted by it. And you should be insulted by it. And the fact that she's trying to pass this off, that this is somehow like a, a, an example of her leadership, which is why that the number is 132. It's very simple. The number is that low because they have not been testing people. You're listening to The John DePietro Show. Folks, it's John DePietro, and this is a special message for business people uh, that are trying to adapt to the latest circumstances. So much, so many of you are now working remotely, and you're realizing now just how dependent you are whether it be with your cell phone, with your service, working remotely. And joining us right now, you've heard me talk about him so many times. It's our friend Sal, who is here to help any business person. Good afternoon, Sal. Good afternoon, JD. How are you? I am uh, trying to get used to what's going on, just like everybody else. That's right. It is such an unusual time. But um, a lot of businesses right now are finding that they need to either be able to work more efficiently with their employees or for themselves work remotely. And I want to make sure people know about your services. Absolutely. So obviously, you know, I, we've mentioned before, but I'm with T-Mobile right now. And I, and I recognize that, it, uh, you know, that it's a tough time to, to do business in the state and overall throughout the country. And I, and I recognize that. So with T-Mobile, we're, we want to reach out, help to help reach out to small businesses and help them as much as we can. Um, and, and with that, we know there's a lot of, uh, a good amount of businesses out there that are allowing their, workforce um, work from home. So we have some great solutions for the, the companies out there to let their employees work from home. And, and with that, we have mobile hotspots, which have been becoming very popular right now um, because maybe Wi-Fi might not be an option at their house or at their work for some reason. But with the mobile hotspots we offer with T-Mobile, this will give them the ability to work remotely. Um, so I encourage if anyone uh, that owns and operates a small business or has a workforce that needs to rely on mobile internet, reach out to me. I can help you. Call me today at 401-332-0000. That is my number directly, so I will pick up when you call. I want to help you as much as I can, even if it's not something where you want to purchase service and you just maybe just have some questions regarding your service with your current carrier. Um, the big thing is I want to help consumers out there with small business, with their small business. And as you know, I've come from a small business world. Um, I did oper- own and operate my own small business for the last seven years, so I get the challenges that are that people are experiencing right now. And I want to help out as much as I can. So and with that, like I said, T-Mobile is here to help with mobilizing your workforce, offering mobile hotspots. Uh, and I, I will help you with that. And again, my direct number is 401-332-0000. And call me anytime I'm available. I'm here to help. And Sal, also just touch on, I think a lot of people are learning, you know, maybe they haven't seen family, but you can show them on FaceTime or yep. businesses, there's ways that you can help them work remotely with their employees that they may not even be aware of. Absolutely. I mean, a lot of people, and even including myself, were uh, conducting meetings via FaceTime, via Skype, uh, WhatsApp chat through the, you, through the video option. So um, there are other ways to communicate in business, and myself included. If you want to have a conversation with me face-to-face, we can do it germ-free by having a Skype call or a FaceTime call. And you can do the same within your business as well. If you have employees that rely on communicating with their uh, customers, um, there are ways doing it without meeting face-to-face. Completely safe, completely germ-free uh, by either a Skype call, FaceTime, whatever it may be. There's different platforms you can have that video call. And I'm more than happy to show you that. I can show you and explain how to use that and set it up. Uh, it's very simple to do. Um, I've been doing it myself. I, I conducted about five meetings last week 
and it will all via Skype <laughs> from my office. So um, times are definitely challenging right now, but we kind of, you know, kind of, kind of work with it and move with these times and just kind of figure out what's going on. I think it's, it's, it's very unpredictable at the moment. And um, if I could help in any way, feel free to reach out again. My direct line is 401-332-0000. Folks call him Sal by T-Mobile. Thank you, Sal. Thank you, John. And one thing, again, remember now, tune into the John DePietro Radio Show. Weekdays, we start at 11 and we go until 2. It's AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at DePietro.com. You can email me, John, at DePietro.com. And then check out the Facebook page. Share things on the Facebook page and then also share on uh, Twitter. So we are making some headway in a couple things. Now, number one. I noticed that uh, some of the hospitals now, if you heard me on Friday, I was saying, why are we still having elective surgeries at certain hospitals in Rhode Island? It doesn't, it doesn't make sense to me um, in any way. <clears throat> why are, we, why are we, they still doing elective surgery? You have Governor Amundo saying that we're in short supply of medical supplies, and then they're still doing elective surgery. Right at uh, at Kent Hospital, they were still doing elective surgery. People were having bunions removed. Now, again, I'm not saying that they're not painful, but certain procedures are elective surgery. They shouldn't be doing them. Um, and then that's number one. Number two, where is Governor Raimondo that there are still some kids living in college dorms? Like, what is going on? Totally asleep at the switch. Is there anybody that has confidence and faith in her? I just don't see it. And I think the media is going light on her. And I don't understand why the media won't push back a little bit uh, and question some of the things and some of the statements that that she puts out. But there's so many stories right now that are um, beyond annoying. And one is and there's no surprise here. And that is that many of the college students that were in uh, Florida, Miami for spring break are testing positive for coronavirus. Now, part of the problem. Part of the problem was initially you were being told that it's just the elderly, right? That was part of the spin, and it's not going to affect young people. But the fact is 20% of the people that have been getting coronavirus are young, are college students, and the death rate is going up. Uh, This was a deadly day in the United States, 100 deaths, I believe. You know, I can't tell. You know, at any moment, the number is kind of fluctuating a little bit. Uh, Massachusetts continues to go up. So it's definitely not stemming. And I know they're saying the next two weeks. But now how many kids are those college kids going to spread to? See, this was part of the problem. Where are the parents and why were the parents allowing these kids to go to Florida for spring break? How much do you want? How many parents were paying for the children to go to spring break? And you saw them on the beaches and they're interacting. Well, now many of them are testing positive. And so now they start to overwhelm the uh, the emergency rooms in the hospitals and you know, part of it is they're young, and so they will recover easier and faster. But what about the people that they, that now they infect? I mean, that is disgraceful that those kids were allowed, and they were all down in Florida, and that was going on. And Governor Raimondo, you know, she's supposed to be on top of this stuff. Why are there still kids living in a college dorm? Does anyone have an answer for that? I mean, does she have any answers on that at all? Do you hear anything coming out of this governor, Governor Raimondo? as far as things to help the businesses hi there deborah um and there's uh jim it is true it is true there's a lot of that uh going on uh right now as far as um some of the people that just refuse to uh be part of uh you know try that uh, just refuse to follow the guidelines and then we're all you know all of us are going to end up having to back them up now i also want you to understand that I am hearing from people, healthcare professionals. Now, you've probably heard by now, the Rhode Island numbers testing positive keep going farther up, and it's far more in line. It's still not close. Many people that work in hospitals, and not just one hospital, but I've been in touch with people at different hospitals, and the fact of the matter is um, the numbers are continue. They insist they are far higher than Governor Mundo was saying what they are. And now, you know, as they're talking about doing more testing, um, you're going to have some of that. This business about a lockdown, I, I repeat, I just don't understand why 
The governor is saying the Rhode Island total right now is a little bit over 100, 106. Um, like I said, people in the healthcare field tell me that is at least 100 lower than what the actual number is, if not more. So I want to continue to say what, what I've been saying, and that is I, I still don't believe that there should be a lockdown in Rhode Island. I don't. The numbers are not like they are anywhere else. People need to understand, if you talk about a lockdown, that means people, you can't go anywhere. That means that you can't uh, go into anything. You can't visit any type, type of store unless it's an emergency. You can't support the restaurants as far, far as uh, curbside service. Um, you, you know, if, if you go to a, a total lockdown, you can't do anything like that. And, and I still agree that I, I I just don't think we're at still at that point. There are certain places there are are at that point. I still don't think that uh, Rhode Island, by the numbers now, that Rhode Island is at that point. And I do have it going on. Should Governor Raimondo, I have it on my Facebook page, should Governor Raimondo uh, shut down the state? And you can go through and see some of the uh, colleges. Rhode Island College has one case now, definitely no lockdown. I mean, um uh, that that's Rhode Island College, though, and th- these people aren't doing their part. I think if m- most of you continue to work from home and do what you're supposed to do, but the the pressure is really uh, overwhelming at this point. It is, and you you know it's not your imagination. If you've seen, there's definitely tension rising in the White House, and at this point things are just it's still too much of a scattered approach. Uh, I still don't think every time I think that the Trump administration, that they're making gains, there's still people that are playing politics with it. Whether you have Governor Amundo saying she has to scour the globe and the federal government's letting her down or Pelosi and Schumer blocking this package that they're trying to put out. The president is doing all he can, but the president is not still not getting the type of cooperation that he needs. Uh, but within the state, I want to remind people, you know, you have to continue uh, support the businesses that can and stay away from people. I like the idea of people saying you really have to act uh, is if you're infected. You know, that's like a big part of it. If people would act as if they're infected, that would be a big part of it. Good evening, Mayor Fung. Mayor Fung joins us. Um, uh, I, I don't have an answer to that. You know, at some point, you know what else? Uh, the mayor the mayor's been doing a good job in Cranston. The mayor came out with, he was the first one Mayor Fung uh, is the first one to uh, come out with that message for the students and two people to tell them. And now Governor Mundo is trying to find that. Do you notice the governor has still not found a rhythm? The governor is still Governor Mom, who, um, you know, and someone someone said to me, she doesn't sound like she, she she sounds like someone telling you to clean your room instead of telling people to stay inside. It's still not an element of authority. It's obviously a very serious situation. Something that caught their eye is the element that the state is now a few weeks away from completely running out of cash. So that's definitely a problem. Um, and, and of course, you know, they fall into, well, we have to protect the, the state workers. We can't allow the state workers to go without anything. But I, I still believe that um, I, I think that the governor should be more proactive with businesses in Rhode Island, meaning what could businesses in Rhode Island, number one, what could you do to help the businesses as far as how could they function? And number two, what about different supplies or testing or lab, anything like that, that we can do on our own uh, and then just get approval from CDC? It, it should be implemented. And there's so many different venues. Uh, the governor, though, you know, their crowd for, for the Ramundo people that try to pass themselves off as if they're on the cutting edge and they think outside the box and, you know, they really are on top of things. I don't see anything out of the ordinary. Rhode Island, to me right now, I still, I don't feel the leadership. Do you feel, I mean, don't you still feel that she's just giving you set lines and it still just seems like a, a um, uh, like a, a Biden audition right now? I still don't get the sense that she is fully stepping forward. And I want to be very clear. This this begins and ends, <clears throat> this period of trying to help businesses and come up with different businesses that they can reach you, that you can use their services without going to a total lockdown. I, I don't know. You know, it's tough to tell what exactly they're doing in other states. 
But I think this is a situation that Governor Raimondo should form, this is my thought, a task force led by Angus Davis, who's a very successful entrepreneur, and let them, like any idea they have that could try to in some way be implemented for people and small businesses, put that forward, see if it works, and why not give businesses a try something different? And instead, what are they doing? You know, she's cracking down on uh, the Second Amendment and people and, and having the, uh, the long waiting period and extending like that. And the governor still doesn't really even have uh, uh, really a sense of what's going on with the schools. When your appliance is dying, just call Ryan, Ryan's Appliance Repair. Call them today, 401-710-7096, 401-710-7096, Ryan's Appliance Repair. Now, I like to tell the story. I don't mind. But one morning, I went up to uh, get up to use the dryer and just had done a wash and suddenly it wouldn't work. Now, did I panic? No. Did I try to fix it? Don't be ridiculous. No, I called Ryan's Appliance Repair at 401 401- 710-7096. We made an appointment. Ryan said, Juan, I'll be there at, at 9 o'clock at 5 of 9. A truck appeared in my driveway. It said Ryan's appliance repair. He came right in, fixed the driver, uh, dryer, excuse me, within five minutes. And then I think it was about two weeks later, I went to make a microwave popcorn, and then suddenly the microwave wouldn't work. So what did I do? I called Ryan's appliance repair at 401-710-7096, and then one time, even the oven wasn't working. And again, who did I call? You get the gist of the story. Ryan's Appliance Repair, 401-710-7096, serving Rhode Island and Massachusetts. Now, Ryan offers a senior citizen's discount. All work is guaranteed for 90 days parts and labor, and he'll also do a Saturday appointment. It's Ryan's Appliance Repair. When your appliance is dying, you know who to call. Call Ryan, 401 401- 710-7096. So that's right. Is the Lord's just still bringing Omar to work with him? I hope not. I hope they're both uh, washing their hands. I mean, think about that. How uh, that was the, the, that's a good line. That's the uh, the level that they were in. But, um, but what I think is just a, I think it's a complete, I believe, an absence of leadership. I don't think that we've had and seen the type of leadership that we need. This is a long way from Governor Garrahi during the blizzard and the flannel shirt. This is a long, long way from Governor Kachiri uh, in the aftermath of the station nightclub fire. Uh, in some ways, don't you, you start to get the feel that I'm not sure Governor Armando, her staff is truly up to the task. Uh, there's too many people there that seemingly I don't get the sense that they're fully, they're not giving uh, real guidelines. They're not giving a consistent message. I'd like to see the governor become, you know, for her to be saying, I'm still waiting on the federal government. I, I, you just can't anymore. The governor needs to jump into action and do things that are going to help you, that are going to help me, that are going to help everyone. And I still don't, I still don't see it as of yet. Um, right now, and, and, and I'm not going to, you know, go through. We, we need more than just wash your hands, okay? You, you need more than that and stay inside. They need to enforce it. But they really need to try to help and start to reach out to business and help businesses get through this, survive through this. Uh, even if things are just done on a temporary basis, um, I, I mean, there's, there's little things that can be done that Governor Raimondo, the most important thing is to keep people working and not to go into a complete shutdown. If, if, if the state goes into a complete shutdown, I don't think many people recognize the consequences of what that would mean. It would mean there are many businesses that would close and never open again. Uh, shutting down is the last, there's no other alternative from that. So you don't want to do that unless if the Rhode Island death toll hit 1,000, maybe you think about a lockdown. But until then, people have to still be able to go to work if they can uh, in, under safe circumstances. People in offices need to take responsibility and and uh, social distancing. People still need to be able to visit shops and businesses. Everyone has to adapt. But this business of these people that want a complete shutdown, it, it's just not the time. I don't think the, I think many of the people, this is my thought, that are calling for a shutdown, I don't think they see what's happening happening in Italy. Uh, saving lives is the most important issue. Uh, yeah, I know that. But right now the death toll is, first of all, there still hasn't been a death. 
and <clears throat> you have a number of people infected. But the people that are saying that, I don't think they fully recognize what would happen. Shutdown, which is how many businesses could survive. Anyone that's calling for that, I don't think you recognize that many of these stores, I don't want to repeat, they would never reopen. This isn't shut down. This is close. You know, instead of the shutdown, I think they should use the phrase, this is closed for good. So people that are calling for that, I mean, so more saving lives is more important. I, I, yes and no. I mean, of course it is. But at, at what extent? Um, more, most deaths with elderly with pre-existing symptoms, they should definitely be. And, but the, the people that are calling for that, I, I still, that is your last alternative. The states that are doing that and the people that are calling for that, you know, New York City, they, 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 you have mass transit. You have literally millions of people that use subway, Long Island Railroad, uh, Metro North. You know, Rhode Island, everyone is still in their own cars. Now, who rides Ripta anyway? Thank God we didn't fall for all that. Thank God that people didn't fall for some of this foolishness that they were putting forward. But I, I still shy away. That is that is your last case resort. If you go to that for good, apparently they aren't very good business. But well, no, who who can afford? Who can afford to be closed for more than a month? As John Carlos said last week, you know, any restaurant in the world is one month away from closing, shutting the doors for good. And as far as a business, how many businesses truly can survive? And I mean, no revenue coming in. None. That is not the answer. Total shutdown is not the answer in any way. And that is something that should only be done. Uh, we're not there yet. We're, we're nowhere near complete shutdown. If you're a business owner, in today's world, listen, customers are judging you by your website. And for most people, when people hear about a company, let's face it, you don't have the yellow pages anymore. Most people, they go online and they want to look at your website and that's how they're judging you. So that's their first introduction to you. It's not so much, you know, people would put a lot into the sign or the front of their store. Now, Think about it. Your website, that is your signage. That is the first introduction. And that's why my friend Karen Etchells at Innovast is here to help. She redesigned DePetro.com. I've worked with Karen for over 20 years. You can reach her today for a free consultation at 401-321-2799. 401-321-2799. Karen Etchells at Innovast. Now is the time. Now it's 2020. When's the last time you freshened up your website? Maybe when you first got it and then you don't realize or you first set it online or had someone do it and you don't even remember who did it and it's not as effective as it could be. Much like, you know, you need to sometimes paint the outside of your building or maybe uh, inside your store you realize, hey, maybe we need some new carpeting or a new type. Well, the same goes for your website. If you've been thinking about updating your website, or you have questions, maybe get the most out of your social media. You can get a free consultation from Karen Etchells, local digital marketing ex professional. Well, marketing professional. She is excellent, and she's been doing this for over 25 years. Contact my friend Karen Etchells, Innovast Digital Marketing. Now, if you go to my website, topetro.com, you'll see her right at the bottom. So that's a click, uh, an easy link. If you can't remember the name or you can't remember the phone number, I'm going to give them both again. But the very least, all you have to do is make your way to depetro.com. And at the very bottom, you'll see Innovast, Innovast.com, and then her photos right there. Karen Etchells, again, take advantage, free consultation, 401-321-2799, 401-321-2799. Or find Karen online at Innovast.com. Go to log on to depetro.com, and at the very bottom, You'll see the link and you can contact her. So whatever your business is, it doesn't matter whether you're a dentist or a restaurant or whatever business you're in, you need an updated website, contact Karen Etchells. It's Innovast Digital Marketing, I-N-N-O-V-A-S-T, Innovast Digital Marketing, and again, 401-321-2799. Take advantage, free consultation. 
with Karen. And also check out her work. I love it. I've worked with her over 20 years. You can see her link at dipetro.com. If you go to the Facebook page, I have a link where everyone can post. And I encourage you to post if you went to a store and the shelves are bare. Take pictures, identify where it's from. I'm going to check them. We have the, uh, the thread going. And the hoarding has got to stop. And they're not doing enough on that. Now, from what I understand, Job Lot is starting to say two rolls of toilet, not two rolls, but two you know big things of toilet paper per customer. And that's it. Like enough of this, the selfishness, this stuff has to end. Like I am, I, that, that has me more frustrated than anything. And, and, and the stores need to stay up. If you go to stop and shop and someone is wiping the place clean, the store should step up and say something. And I get it that a lot of the people that work there, they feel that's not their job and they don't want to offend anyone, but this is embarrassing. It really is. It's embarrassing, uh, that this is going on. And it's embarrassing that, that the people are doing this and the hoarding has got to stop. Here's another problem that is starting to pop up. The people that want the novelty of getting tested. So, uh, I don't know what that means. Correction of the post. I don't know what that means. Everyone is talking about germs about algae about mildew no i know they're talking about the virus what about some of the viruses outside your home as the weather's getting warmer now is the time let's make your property home or business look as best it can with bethel softwash look for them on facebook bethel softwash now you can text jared at bethel b-e-t-h-e-l bethel softwash of lincoln free day free same day text estimate at 401 617-2585. 617-2585. Text him at 401-617-2585. And what I mean is, if you text Jared, this is what my house looks like, he'll give you a free estimate right there. I'm talking outside your home. I encourage you to visit their Facebook page, and you can see the before and after and what a difference it makes. Bethel soft washing is the low-pressure system. It won't harm the surface. Low-pressure H2O combined with the biodegradable chemical removes those biological elements like uh, algae and uh, mildew, and you don't need it. The biodegradable plant-safe solution, wait to see the difference. Now, I tell people, go to, uh, log on to the Facebook page, Bethel Certified Softwash, Bethel Softwash, and look at the before and after. What a difference it makes. Bethel Certified Softwash Power Wash for your home, for your business, for your walkway, for your patio, for your deck. Make your home look beautiful. Get rid of that mold and algae. Instead, Bethel Certified Softwash. You can also text Jared at 401-617-2585. Make an appointment, free estimate, 401-617-2585. And look for them on Facebook. It's Bethel Certified Softwash. Right in Lincoln, Bethel Certified Softwash.